Yo, 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 what's up, Creator Cast Nation? Today in the house, we got Matt Close of Odd Soul Sight and Sound. Um, so I'm Cody today. We got Chris with us as always. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up? Thank you for uh, coming on our podcast. Oh, thank you for having so me. You're only our second guest. I know. So. I was going to say, number two. It's uh, exciting. Heck yeah. The journey was just begun with guests, so I'm glad that you're in early. Me too. Way up in Cotterville. Yeah, for sure. Don't don't tell them where we're at though. <laughs> Give us Wait, we, we, don't a, a secret, we don't want the fans bunker. To, yeah, underneath underneath the ground. Uh, yeah, they're gonna find yeah. us. We don't need the fans to blow up our spot. <laughs> yeah, that'll be uh, no no good. So, first off, let's start out. Um, tell the people who you are. Who who I am? Well, I mean, that's a wide. Um, a little bit of my well, my pet that is that is a wide one. Let me think. So for like, a second. okay, I mean, like your specifics, like so your, your name, your social yeah. security number, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so five, four, nine, six. No. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, my real name is Matt Close, and as you said, Odd Soul Sight and Sound, which is like the name of my aspiring production setup. Originally, so a little bit of origin, a little bit comic book one was. Um, where that comes from is originally uh, the band in that way back uh, I had one band it was all you know my music again the same thing but uh, when I left we kind of uh, parted and I started reorganizing but I had gotten um, you know everybody says old soul well odd soul popped in my head and I was like yeah I, I, I love that so That's when cool. uh, I started redoing I got on that and then I was trying to figure out uh, on Facebook, everybody is like John Doe music. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking for a title that like differentiates from that. For sure. And sound popped in my head. I was like, oh, Odd Soul Sound. I like that. So that was the whole idea behind that to like differentiate from John Doe music, mm -hmm. Susie Q music. Wait, that's actually my friend's name. Um, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout out to Susie Q. You. Um, so then from there, I started thinking at some point I, I started working with different early on. The band was my my songs, uh, basically my solo stuff with the band. And um, I had the privilege of working with a number of different bass players and drummers. Cool. So Odd Soul and the Sound is like primarily a trio. And I started thinking, well, what if Odd Soul is not the band name? But odds, the sound is the band. So it's like, you know, not to be arrogant, but Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. That yeah. kind of old so-and-so and such-and-such. -and -such. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so that's where Odd Soul and the sound came from. And then as I started working with these different uh, musicians and having the opportunity to do that and the flow of it, um, then at some point uh i was meeting some guys that are coming up for instance like shout out to a couple of my friends joshua james and uh louis perez and just these different guys um and they were kind of like yeah i'm not oh that's originally it was my friend kelly t saltes shout out to her she's in philadelphia now oh, she um she was in a band that was kind of out and i looked at her and i was like you just need a ba I could so put a band around you like a really good singer. You write these awesome songs. I could put a band around you and then I could play lead guitar for you. <laughs> um, 
And so then I started getting this whole production mindset. Okay. And as I started building that whole production, like, yeah, I could help them put a band around. And, and then I was venturing into photography and stuff like that. So then uh, I had used Odd Soul's site for my Instagram before, and it just clicked in my head that, hey, I could call this, this production company Odd Soul Sight and Sound yeah, and then that would be above, and the thing that's primarily underneath that now is the Odd Soul and the Sound Band. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of that's kind of the very skeleton of how that's all uh, how sure. it's all evolved. Oh yeah, that's totally yeah. rad. And I mean, for a while, the the other part of my origin is um, I well, I went to Webster U and I studied music there. Oh, cool. Yeah, I went to Webster for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think you might have. We we knew. So not only being both Gary V fans, yeah. Webster you. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little like, bit. depends on the day. Yeah. yeah he, on this podcast, he's definitely said he's not a Gary V fan. The thing oh. is, dude, is Gary V. You took the wrong side during the productivity podcast. So <laughs> I know, dude. But he just, like, I, I'm totally about what Gary V does. It's just sometimes he's fucking aggressive, man. And I, that's and saying yeah. that with the F-bomb is how Gary V would want it. <laughs> Because that's, that's just how he is. That's true. Hey, he's, he's got a child-friendly uh, one now. That's okay. He censors it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And he's <laughs> talking about putting out a parenting curse, book and, curse for and shit. Yeah, he did a like a oh, I forgot what it's called. Like a episode, one episode of a cartoon for kids. Yeah, yeah. No way. I didn't know that. Well, because yeah. he has all those people around him. Like somebody I didn't I didn't see it, but. He has an animator somewhere in his group. Oh, I believe yeah. it. He's got yeah. freaking. He could literally. <laughs> he's got like thousands he could of employees. Pull his so. freaking phone out of his pocket and dial one number that for anything that he needs. He's just that kind of guy who knows everybody. It's a dream. But uh, okay, so getting back on onto you, uh, can you kind of break down like all of the things that you're doing right now? <laughs> that would be. Um, and you don't want that very much not to go, but but that is very much in the spirit of Gary V that. Right now, but I can break down some of the things. Actually, for instance, with this trip this last week that I just went to Chicago, I can kind of break down a lot of it. Um, I have been to Chicago a couple times and have made friends through the open mic scene there. Okay, cool. And uh, musicians there. So then this time, um, I really knew a number of them. Uh, so I went and I uh, played at the open mic. I then when so for instance Wednesday night, um, I went to the Northside Bar in Chicago in the Wicker Park area uh, to kind of set the stage. Uh, I proceeded to network with the people I didn't know there. Then I proceeded to play at the open mic, but because of that open mic specifically uh, had a backline, which is really cool. Oh yeah, that's sweet. Oh, so sweet. And and actually, the, to jump, I'm uh, putting together a group the next time I go, um, and this is all to like build an audience there so yeah. that I can play shows. But um, so from the past times I knew, uh, not only they would have a house guitar, so I didn't have to travel with that, and then they had musicians that could sit, they had a drum set, they had a f keyboard set up, yeah. bass amp, guitar amp, uh, and the guy that was hosting that I met before, he uh, plays bass and he also kind of produced, but anyways, I had them sit in um, on drums, bass, and and keyboard, and I even just put out a video uh, on Odd Soul and the Sun on my band page, 
which should be on everything soon. But I sat in with them, or they sat in with me, mm-hmm. um, and I played some songs, and then I talked about uh, my fi- the the music that I'm putting out. Okay. So I connected to the recording thing. So there's my recording connection, um, and then once I was done playing. I had videoed myself, mm-hmm. so that's some of. So I'm doing some videography stuff, both through videoing my stuff myself, and then um, to talk about later, I I started this uh, documentary series on um, the open mics in St. Louis. Yeah, I've seen so I've seen that. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool. Yeah, my friend uh, Justin, that partner. But so, so I played, I videoed myself, uh, and then. As uh, after I did that, then I took my camera and started taking pictures of the other musicians there. Yeah. You know, um, so videography, music. Um, I had already recorded music that I was telling people about and then photography. So that's kind of the four main things, performing music, recording music. And the, the band thing was kind of the arranging side of me. For sure. Um, and and photography. Heck yeah, dude! You know, and the networking. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, those we... are yeah, those are all the things I'm doing right now. Uh, playing music initially, mm-hmm. then I got into videography through videoing myself. Yeah. Um, photography comes from originally when I was a little kid. Uh, that was the first art I got into. What not photography, but drawing. Yeah. Um, and so photography is that visual side not only, but photography I also found helps me network. Yeah, definitely. You know? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah we yeah. we talk about that all the time on this podcast that networking is. One well, of the key things. That's part of why we started the podcast was to, to network do exactly this network with you know yeah. people we don't necessarily know as well. Exactly. So yeah, I could not s- stress to network more. Oh yeah, always just anywhere you are, just finding because also too, um, the night before on Tuesday night, I went to um, the songwriter show and um, there's a bunch I could talk about from that. But the thing I'm thinking of is one of the guys was like, hey, I tour around. It's one of the songwriters at the show was a bunch of songwriters. And he was like, I tour around and stuff. He's like, I've um, talked to some friends I have from St. Louis. Um, and he's like, I, I can't really like get in there. And so I was like, well, I'm, I'm still breaking in, but the more – I'll be the more I am, the more I'll be able to help you. I said, but let me know and I'll do whatever I can at that time. Yeah. But also there's the whole thing that other friends of mine have done where it's the mutually you like you meet them, especially people in different cities. They can help you out with the show. You can help them for sure. It's mutually beneficial. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're not losing anything from it. I mean, it's yeah, that's the way to go, man. But just like this. I mean, I get to come on here. Any guest will come on here. Mm -hmm. You get to have a guest. I, the guest gets to be on. Yeah, exactly. Know? And we're putting you in the spotlight as much as you're bringing your crew to us yeah. to get a further yeah. audience. So, I mean, yeah, dude, networking all day long. Like like I said, can't stress it enough. Um, that is true. <laughs> yeah. That's all I had to add for that. Oh, I mean, cool. It's a, and, and, and I'm an introvert by nature. Yeah. Like, I am. I have trained myself to be an extrovert. Yeah. I've, I've learned the way. I'm, I'm the opposite, dude. Yeah. Like, I... I don't shut up sometimes. Like, I, <laughs> well, just, I mean, I don't either. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I'm just out there too. I'll talk to anybody and about anything. It's just I don't know, you know. But um, so another thing that I wanted to mention, um, I guess another question. So you you're a DJ for Allegro. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or is it Allegro or is Allegro? Allegro. I. I always get confused myself. <laughs> and you work like, there. I'm always second guessing myself. Yeah. 
Because that word is just like, wait, Allegra? Allegra. I think, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, I think one of the other ones is a drug. <laughs> like it's something like that. There's a drug, like a prescription or something. A prescription yeah. drug. It's either Allegra or Allegra. 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 Uh, it's Allegra. Like it's like some sort of allergy. Or yeah, something. yeah. The, did it's they like do commercials with Allegra the bee or something? Something like that. I don't know. But so, um, how Allegra. long have you been doing Allegra. uh DJing for through them? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I did it last year. Um, I'd have to look back because that winds. Let's see. This is 2019 that we're in. Yep. Last year was 2018. And so I started sometime uh, in 2017. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was cool. I'd never done that before. And Dory, who runs it, she uh, after she met me at a songwriter thing twice, she reached out and was like, uh, hey, I think you'd be good personality. And that's the bigger thing. She's like, I can train you on all the rest. Yeah, just know? being an MC kind mm-hmm. of just like that it's drives it. Yeah. And yeah. like for being me, for I'm yeah, I'm at a wedding every weekend. So it's like when there's a good DJ and a good MC who's like out there and communicating and like also like kind of calling the audience to like mm-hmm. make them kind of do what you want them to do. Like I'm be honest, you made them get on the dance floor, and it was easy <laughs> on me because I just got to take photos of all the people dancing, and that's. You know, that that helps everybody from everybody's job perspective. Yeah, I think outgoing is probably the, the biggest thing that she stresses yeah. um, all the time. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like above everything else. Dude, I, I think that's one of the things you have to stress. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So on that topic, is there any, like, really cool, like, stories or anything that's happened to you, like, through there and through like DJing that's like really impactful on you or anything? Well, I met you guys, so that was huge. Okay, now, cool. <laughs> Shout out to that. <laughs> but other than that, anything yeah, else? I mean, I mean, that's an interesting question. I think about the different, um, just the experience, you know, in general. I, I'm trying to think because uh, it all runs together now. Oh, I know. As soon as we need to think of that on the spot. Uh-huh. Um, I am starting to think of some stuff. The one, the first one is like a negative one where it was like, but a funny one now. Um, the uh, They just, I went to hit, I did the special dances. Uh-huh. And then I opened up the dance floor, and nobody wanted to dance. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, like I don't mean nobody, and people are thinking, oh no, no, no one. Uh-huh. They and and a part of it was they had like they had uh, beer and stuff like that. They were just not a. And actually, after that one, I've started telling people like if I'll talk to someone just in general about like they're looking at it, I will tell them right away like no. You know, the people you invite know, uh, think about how much of a dancing audience because, A, that determines, well, I mean, that's also going to determine the venue and stuff. But first and foremost, that's going to determine what kind of music well, yeah. uh, or what kind of entertainment in that area Yeah, for sure. Um, you're going to have. And some people, I would tell them, I've told people, right, you know, too, like, you may not need a DJ. Yeah. Like um you just be aware of, you know, are these actually dancing? And don't force that. Uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. But like the next week it was the, it, and literally the next week was the reverse. I couldn't keep them off the dance floor. Yeah, and you know, that's how like, it is. <laughs> you know. And that was great. I was like, "Oh, thank God." Like I that really made that one was just one of the easiest I've had. Yeah. And they were back to back. Yeah, and that's that's the thing with like you just have to kind of play the crowd. Oh, it's and yeah, being someone like from my experience who shoots people, you know, there's the the older crowd who you will shoot people. Yeah, I, <laughs> you I probably shoot, shouldn't say that. I on our shoot podcast. people for a living, and then I Pops hang them. 
Um, I hate that meme. But uh, yeah, so like frame but, them, then hang them. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, so like you you really have to play to the crowd because, like I said, there's some like older people who will just sip on whiskey all night and not dance. Mm-hmm. Then you get the people who are in their mid twenties who will freaking grind their ass off until three in the morning when you want to leave. And then you get the opposite. Yeah, like you flip that on its head. I've had I've had a number now that is really cool where um, the grandma or something is That's out rad. there. <laughs> I'm all about that. Oh my God. I'm all about that. Like grandma's boogieing, dude. Yeah. It makes for really stellar photos and video. And then they're like, dude, how do you remember your grandma? My grandma breakdance on the dance for my <laughs> wedding. Like that was sick. <laughs> oh, like the um the wedding the wedding singer grandma. Yeah, just yeah, like that. I totally had those. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. The one we did together, they were really cool. Yeah, like, they were super the, Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, I've I've been dealing with her a little bit afterward too, and she's so energetic and happy. Like, and that kind of like your client, the way your client acts, you can totally tell of like how their crowd is going to be mm-hmm. because she was really up and bubbly about it, and like you can tell like a lot of her friends were the people who were on the dance floor, freaking boogieing and getting all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, it was a good wedding. I really enjoyed it. That was a cool. That was another one. Actually, I would say honestly because they came up with that thing. Um, that one dance. Yeah, at like the end of the night, it was weird. (laughs) So like, yeah, so all of a sudden they like put the bride and groom like, or no, it was the groom. He like sat in a chair in the middle of the dance floor and like all the bride. Is it a Lady Gaga song or something? I don't know. It was something (laughs) weird like that. But like the bride and her bridesmaids and then like a couple of her friends like were like walking around the groom in a circle and like doing some weird like dance it was like a fun activity it was like hey can you pull up the song and it wasn't one that it was real new one so i had to pull it up on like apple music or something uh-huh yeah, yeah i had never seen this before and he talked to me he's like they're doing something and i was like all right cool we're ready like i don't know what they're doing but yeah it was really weird man I another mean, one like that to jump off of that one uh just a couple might have been the last one i did um they uh do, 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 do. What was I gonna know? Oh, okay, there it is. So they had this whole surprise. It was a surprise for the groom when they they did the they tossed the bouquet, okay. and then when they were gonna do the garter, yeah, the bride was like, okay, and if I remember it right, her 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 brother her brother was best friends with the groom. Ah, okay. And so it was this whole thing of how like he had. Dated his best friend's uh, sister, ah, who be now his wife. Yeah, uh, and so then the the best friend had joked about this, and what it was was that they put a blindfold on him when he was going to do the I've garter. I've seen this, dude. It's so funny. Have you <laughs> and seen the, these? The, the the groom comes out with a dress. With a dress on, uh-huh. yeah, and he takes it off of the groom's leg, or not the the best the man's best man's, leg. yeah. So the best man will wear like a dress and put a garter on, yeah, and then oh, they'll blindfold okay. the groom, and the so groom he will do it. His wife, yeah, yeah. And he's oh, all okay. in there with his mouth, and like he's like, <laughs> yeah. and then he's like, wait a minute, like what this the is heck? Really hairy, yeah. And then he takes his blindfold off, and it's like his best friend or like the best man or whatever. Yeah, and they okay, get him I've pretty seen good. That was too, the yeah. first one I'd seen that. Yeah, I I've never been to a wedding that's done that, but um. Do you know what icing is? No, no. So Smirnoff ice. Yeah. So you take it's it's a thing that I've seen and like happened several times. What you do is you take a Smirnoff ice mm-hmm. and you put it in the garter belt. And so when they go to do the garter toss, when they uh, they go up there, they see the Smirnoff ice. They have to 
chug it. Like the whole bottle. Oh, okay. At once. They have to get down on one knee and chug the whole thing. Yeah. And that's like a thing that people do all the time where like it's called <laughs> icing. Yeah. yeah it's like a whole game outside of just weddings. Yeah. yeah. They do, people so they'll do be it. like, hey, go get me a knife. And it'll be like in the knife drawer and they have to chug it in the middle of the yeah, kitchen. People have brought it into like the wedding industry, which is just dumb. But <laughs> do, you, um, do you get like a lot of the choreographed dances with like brides and grooms? Cha-cha or something? Oh, the no, brides like, and grooms. No, like the... You I see them on like YouTube with the uh, yeah. There was one time that they were kind of like, and they were real cool about it. But they were like, they had me restart the song three times because they had it so choreographed. Yeah, that like they needed to start like right on it. Yeah, I like it when the mom and dad or the mom and son, they like start off <laughs> dancing. They're like, oh, this is gonna be a boring dance, and then they freaking like hit the nene and sh- like you know it's like, <laughs> whoa, what's happening? Like then it's this huge choreographed <laughs> thing. I was just thinking of this didn't happen to us, but another DJ uh, from our company sent on our, our group message uh, a video. I was going to say, I can, I can show you guys, but they won't be able to. Uh, the dog, actually, I will. <laughs> I can get a hold of it later and put it up. But uh, <laughs> the the dog, the, the bride is dancing like she must train her dog or something. Yeah. Uh, because she was dancing. That was a special dance with the dog. That's rad, dude. That's so cool. <laughs> so that is she's, so cool. She's dude. like giving commands and stuff. You see, that's so rad. That's gonna be my girlfriend. She's gonna do that yeah. with her. Oh, he's like jumping through her arms yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's so, so like, cool. Because one of them was like, "Well, I, oh, James was like who posts who oh, sent this. He's on her back. <laughs> oh, yeah." That's so cool. And then so she cool. does one where he like puts his head on one shoulder and then he moves it to the other and it's kind of like that where like one person is behind the other one and like Yeah. I don't know how they Oh, there it goes. Oh, I wish you guys could see this. This is adorable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute, dude. See the, the extra. See, I've just launched and one of um one of my favorite podcasts, uh Hollywood Babylon, Kevin Smith. I know, I know, I know Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Okay, I Kevin haven't Smith. watched his, pod, so to his podcast. So he does a podcast um, in that they do live, mostly in Hollywood, but actually they were just over in the UK doing it. Oh, wow. They have fans all over. So this guy, Ralph Garman, that used to be on K-Rock in LA. Okay. And so he was a radio guy. and But so they do a, a, a podcast called Hollywood Babylon mm-hmm. um, where they make fun of Hollywood and they nerd news and all this stuff. For right? sure. Live show. But then what they do is people will send in videos, people send in pictures for these different segments in it, yeah. and they've then posted on the website. Oh, that's and cool. Extra, yeah, so you can go look later. So you can go look later, yeah. yeah. yeah that's super cool. Um, I watch uh, a lot of – he does like uh, when like new movies come out and he just like rants about them yeah. and stuff. And he does that show with uh, Jason Mewes, the What's in the Box. Have you watched any of that? No, that's Hit, a new – So, yeah, him and Jason what's Mewes. What's in the box? Yeah, him and no, um, him and Jason Mewes. Uh, which if you've ever seen Clerks, uh, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Jay like, and Silent Bob. But so they they literally open toys yeah. like from the eighties and nineties and like cool stuff. So, I'm crazy about. Have you heard that um, Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Yeah, they're doing yeah. that. Yeah, that's finished. That's they've got to finish. Just yeah. the release date. No, my, my late best friend was huge. Like, he was the silent Bob to my J. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's so. rad. Yeah, that's super cool. Oh, no. So I get, yeah. 
Heck yeah, I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm a huge movie buff. So like, dude, I love Clerks, Clerks Two, oh, Mall Rats, yes. all well, those. That's, like, that's good. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. No, he dragged. And at one point, he was doing for a little bit. He's doing the reviews on the Webster Radio. Yeah, he went back and it like in his masters, his second masters, whatnot. And uh, so then he was getting like all the sneak uh, peek uh, yeah. movies. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh. So okay, so you are DJing. DJ. Yeah, I'm doing. You're a, in a band. You're producing <laughs> for people. You're doing well, not quite yet to be, but 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 you want so to first and foremost. Okay. Yeah, and I did actually for one, and I'm kind of I'm getting into that. But I did for my friend. Um, what was it? He went in, and I I had the pleasure. He said never done it before, but he was like, I don't know anything. He knew a couple of the band people. I got uh, the rest, like my bass player and stuff, and so I put them together. I arranged it for him. I produced it in the thing. So I had the pleasure, and I say it that way, of producing his single, um, which is the only thing he's put out for now. He put it out uh, for such and such, but that was so cool, yeah. So I actually got to do the the whole thing together there. Yeah, that's rad, you know? dude. So, and then I'm working with some new some some guys that are that are coming up now that are, and I'm like, hey, I'll help you put the the band, you know, yeah. yeah. So I'm just getting started doing that, but I I work a day job in an office. Then I that's DJ. A, yeah, that's exactly yeah. where I was about to go. Yeah, I have a day job on top of everything else. I'm and trying to photography do. and video. How are you balancing all of this? Like, what's the what's the key? you know you don't you don't and that that's my thing. Uh, I mean, it goes back to Gary V again. But to put it mine, I really it um I I do balancing. Um, and for those that can't see, I'm, I'm doing, you know, but <laughs> hand gestures, but, um, yeah, it's not about, I, I would tell anybody for me, it's not about balance. It's about just balancing like you're adjusting. I really have adopted that mentality okay. of like, I'm adjusting and like, okay, I've been spending a little too much now I need to do some more in this. And it's that's that's how I keep balance. I just keep okay. adjusting. I keep assessing and looking at because I am doing so like during the week I'm working nine to five uh, during the week. And then like, for instance, this week, yesterday I went and uh, recorded after work. Mm -hmm. Then actually I was helping out, which is another long story. My mom doing some dog sitting. I, I help her out with she, she dog sits. And anyways, I went to dog sit these dogs so i didn't go home and then i went to work today and then i'm coming here and then i'm thinking about the rest of the week and even tonight i'm like i could go to 1860s for the open mic but do i need to go home and rest do i need to like um i'm right now i'm in booking pro like just initially yeah. booking so then it's like i have to put time aside to send out emails for booking for sure um and then so yeah it's always assessing like do i need to go play do i need to sit down and i've got photos that i want to edit from last week mm -hmm. get those out and like so it is just adjusting like what what do i think is most and then um and it goes back. I really agree with Gary V's ideas. I don't. I make the decisions, and if I think maybe I could have made a better decision, I just use. I learn from that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good way to look at it mm -hmm. because, yeah, you, you know, learn from your decisions. Dude, I couldn't agree with that more. Yeah, yeah. I just I learn from it, and I just use that immediately to to counter Justin. Like then my my long time best friend, you know, like oh, I, at times we go to the movies and stuff, and at times I'll be like, oh, I, I had to work. And then I'll think, no, 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 that's that's important. Like I need to work that 
the time. It, same thing with rest. It's like uh, last week when I was in Chicago, I said, okay, I got, I was getting kind of exhausted from the socializing, from the being out, because I'm uh, naturally an introvert, so that'll catch up. And I thought, okay, Friday, I was there, uh, I went down there Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday night, I went out to the songwriter show. I photographed, uh, or Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday night, you know, I, I played music. I photographed music. I was talking to people. So I said, okay, Friday. And whenever I take a trip, I'm like, go, go, go. Yeah. It's like Friday and Saturday. I'm not, not going to worry about it. I'm going to, going to go. I walked up to the beach and stuff, but yeah, that was my balancing of like, okay, I got that stuff yeah. done now. Now chill out. Yeah. Well, yeah. it gets to a point too, when you're, you're, uh, I guess what word am I looking for? Like you're going. Well, no, like your your <laughs> words are hard. No, like I don't know what your that so means. your social meter yeah. drains. Yes. So you gotta like you know, you gotta spend time and you gotta let it fill back up. Like like you said, you mm-hmm. spent those three days like doing all that social stuff. And I yeah. bet like that one day going to the beach or whatever really kind of filled it back up. Now you're kind of like fueled up to do like yeah. way more stuff. And you even know? that night it was a Friday, so after the, the it was Friday night. And, you know, part of me was like, oh, I should go out like I should go to Kingston Mines, which is an awesome blues club. And um, and then I was just like uh, and I was supposed to go to dinner with my friends that are they had to reschedule for the next day. Oh, what am I doing? And I'm like, I'm just going to go chill out. And that was great because I went back to hospital at hospital hostel. And then actually, I mean, I, I lightly socialize with people, but in a really relaxing, you know, but yeah, it wasn't like. Oh no! I gotta go back. It's Friday night. And I was like, Nah, nah. I need to chill. I need to relax. Yeah, I think you every know? every creator, every individual needs to have that moment of just like, Oh, I just need to relax for once. You can't go a hundred miles an hour the entire time. You know, it's okay to like yeah. go twenty miles an hour. Like, it, that was a bad reference but <laughs> like you know you need to like slow down a little bit and take in the flowers sometimes 25 yeah. miles an hour cruise through the, the neighborhood exactly you know? on a sunday yeah and then you get mad because i'm behind you doing 100 <laughs> but, <laughs> but still well, like my big thing is you know i've got this office and part of why i got this office was so that when i went home yeah. i could actually like switch off yeah when i'm here i'm on and i'm you know yeah. going 100 miles per hour towards whatever but when I go home, I can actually like kind of switch off, and that's a big deal. Yeah, that helps a ton. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, separation between work and like, you got to find that like good balance or balancing. You know. Yeah. But that's the reason I love coffee. As I'll go there without, since I don't have an office. That's like dividing my work. Like here, yep. at the coffee shop, and I'm editing photos. Yeah. Making a video or something, and um, and then I I practice at Utopia Studios. Um, if you're looking for a practice studio, shout out to them, Utopia. Uh, but yeah, I'll go there and that'll separate. Yeah, and then definitely. when I go home, it's like, you know, maybe exactly. whatever, but I'm relaxed. Yeah, I love yeah. that coffee shop vibe because yeah. you can totally just like do your work. But at the same time, if you just want to like sit on the couch and watch like two hours of YouTube and drink a, like a drink, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you can kind of, it's like that chill zone that's like, I could work and I can get all kinds of stuff done or I can chill and then, you know, be whatever. So the coffee shop vibes hard. I love it. Yeah, I've it. done that a few times where I'll go to uh, go to the coffee shop like before a meeting. Yeah. And just sit there and like read or something and drink my coffee mm-hmm. waiting for the meeting to start. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So um, you mentioned – so like you said, you're doing a million and ten things. <laughs> um, so you do the – you're doing the 5252. Is that what you're calling it? So that's what it's called, 52 and 52, yeah. So elaborate on that a little bit and tell – 
everybody what that is. So what that is is that there's 52 weeks in a year, uh-huh. you know, as, as, as some of you might have already pieced together. And last year, so last year on January 1st of 2018, mm-hmm. I was sitting at home and thinking, okay, what, where am I going uh, with music? I'm going to da-da-da-da-da. And I, I, so I don't know that came into my head of doing a, an everyday project. And it became a, a live video every single day. And uh, for the majority, I'd, I'd write songs and stuff. But I did a live video every single day. I called it Odd Soul 365. So then as the year progressed and I was getting in August and so forth, I was looking ahead at, at 2019. Okay, what am, where am I going next? What is this building to? Uh, and that's when the idea, okay, what if I – basically, what if I brought it down to once a week and I actually put out uh, – so it was the idea of putting out a, a, a single – and usually a guitar, bass, and drums, a trio, but a professional-sounding studio yeah. single. And that's so that's what it became was uh, once a week on Thursdays, new single Thursday, I put out a studio uh, recorded. That's one of the notches. And that it is uh, my voice plus three instruments. Um that's usually guitar, bass, and drums, sometimes whatnot. But it's a, tr- a trio and let's see, s- a studio trio, and I and I distribute it uh, through uh, DistroKid. That's what I use for anybody who's curious about distribution platforms, and it puts that out on all the official. So you've got SoundCloud, and that's cool. But this is actually on Spotify, on Apple Music, the places where people are already listening to yeah, music. for sure. Uh, part of that, too, was for a while now, before it's, you know, 2017, 2016, I wanted to put out a, a vinyl. Yeah. That was the other thing behind it. I said to myself, I, when I put out an album, which I wanted to put out a vinyl with a digital download, um, I wanted to really sell it. I wanted to have that sold. So then it was like, how can I do that? And so... My strategy is using this every week you get a new single to uh-huh. build an audience and and the goal and and now I'm thinking about okay when you know now it's getting in the well I guess we're at June or something but yeah that's the ultimate goal is to build that audience uh, to make to put out a vinyl and have people go my question that I keep asking for a lot of things is how do I get people to go? Like I give me it. W- when does it come out? I need it. I want it now. Yeah. I want it now. That's the like question. I want to get people that excited for sure. You know? Yeah. Well, how do you feel about um, the whole way that the music industry is going with a lot of the digital downloads and stuff? Do you think that like physical media is still a big thing or? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not. Yeah, I, I don't actually. That was another part of it. Uh, some of the people that influenced me talked about, you know, getting rid of the traditional album but especially, mind you, for non-established uh, musicians, yeah. bands. If you're unestablished, don't try to tackle a whole album. And really emphasizing the single. Yeah. So that's where the single idea came from. I was thinking about singles, and I thought, well, what if I put out one every week? So the idea, um, I tell people, some of my friends... Uh, I was talking to a friend, and she was saying, you know, I'm thinking about putting out uh, an EP, a five-song EP. And I said, well, why why a five-song EP? And it, essentially, I've gotten it from a couple people, well, that's what you do. 
And I was like, you should start at least start with one single. Like you don't have to do it in that format. Yeah. So my biggest thing is that now what we have, yeah, physical media, and especially if you're not established, uh, to go back, I don't think it's a lot. It's a lot harder to sell. Uh, sell music. Oh yeah, I definitely. Think you so. can use music, and and I would subscribe. A uh, guy listened to Damien Keys. Damien Keys, that's what his name is. But he was talking about um, merch. You can sell mm-hmm. music. You can't really sell so much. Yeah, well, that's why. Like, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Like, if you ever heard of um, Chance the Rapper, he doesn't sell any of his music. Okay. He gets yeah. all of his revenue from straight from merch yeah and people eat that shit up mm-hmm. and he does that's where he gets all of his money from going on tour he doesn't sell any of it he just puts his music out there yeah, yeah utterly yeah. and you know he's after a while I that's mean, where i'm going he's yeah. been around for a while so now people know who he is and now it's getting to the point where like you know he's going on these big tours and i mean merch is funding everything mm-hmm. which is i think a big thing because it's we're in an age right now where everyone just downloads it you know from or streams it well and streaming is just the way and you don't get you don't get um, – yeah. Well, yeah. so it's easy to get it out. It's easy to make it accessible to the people. And distribution um, – so, for instance, the method I'm using, I go through DistroKid, which is uh, much like a TuneCore or a CD Baby. Yeah. But mine is literally – I pay 40 bucks for the whole year to do unlimited uh, uploads. Yeah. Singles. Um, so by putting out you know every single every week uh, – but, yeah, that's the thing um, – yeah, I don't think it's really selling. Forget what I was gonna say there, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's where I'm going. Is yeah. it's just putting it? Oh, that's what I was saying. It's it's really easy. It's really easy to to like. I can tell people whatever streaming platform you use, it's on there, and yeah. you just search "Odd Soul in the Sound" and it's there. Now, to make money off of that is a whole different story. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. that's really where it is. It's really easy to put it out there. So then it's like, what do you monetize then? Yeah. And I would say merch. And with a vinyl, that could be a form of merch. For sure. Um, yeah. And that's the only – I one thing I know I won't do is put out a CD. Yeah. I will never put a CD out. Yeah. And I have I've, uh, friends, musicians that putting CDs out and, you know, hey, you do you. But for me, like, I, that's the one certainty I know. Yeah, and I think the CDs are out. You know, it's vinyl a, still has that like vintage feel where mm-hmm. people are interested in actually getting a vinyl. Yeah. The other thing about the vinyl is it's bigger that like you can you can put a bunch of bonus like maybe like photo like I'm thinking about all these things that you can put inside a vinyl, but the vinyl itself can be like it's essentially merch. Yeah, it's a display. It's piece. a work of art, exactly. Yeah, you know, and yeah, one of those things Versus like CDs. Nobody has CDs, CDs. that jewel case just not, gets destroyed after. It's a way bulkier, yeah. and it's way bulkier than MP3s. Yeah, and it's smaller than vinyl. Yeah, and that's the thing is there's there's a certain market demographic where people are like. I'm going to get a bunch of vinyls with a record player and sit at home and jam out. Yeah. You right. know, cause they're cool and they're timeless versus yeah. CDs are just like, it was, it was just a stepping stone to get us. It was, to MP3s. A, yeah. Yeah. it was a stepping stone to that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then people who just stream MP3s, they already have it all to their phone. Right. So it's literally like, there's no reason to like go out and be like, I'm going to buy this CD. The only thing is like, like you said, uh-huh. the people who are established already, people yeah. are going to buy their CDs because they want that physical thing. Yeah. You know, or an album, or and it's like the amount money, of energy you put thing. into, because they they have to put a lot less energy into promoting a whole album, yeah. um, than a non-established person. Yeah, exactly. Like the Foo Fighters, that's a household name. Yeah, 
You know, and so they go. All they got to do is put on blast. Like he's what well, Beyonce just puts out surprise albums now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's, yeah just she's just like, hey, I, I put out a new album. People are like, whoa, what the heck? Like, you know, yeah, it's it's insane, you know. But so on that topic of like with the media and stuff, how do you advertise like using like yeah. social media and stuff yeah. or? I'm really exploring that as I go on. Um, a number of the things I'm I'm currently doing. Um, so one one cool thing that I uh, that I like that some pe- there's a number of things that people probably know about, but one was somebody showed me how on my iPhone here I can screen record whatever's playing. Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah, okay, definitely. so you know all about that. You screen rec- so I will pull up uh, my song. Uh, once it's on there from Spotify, yeah. I'll screen record and I'll play a bit of the song. For sure. And then that makes a, a – vi- uh, not a viral – a vertical video. Yeah. So I can both make that as a post on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, and where it's real interesting is uh, I will leave it – I can – every so often, if you look through my stories on Instagram, Odd yeah. Soul Sight and Sound – Every so often, you will see one of those vertical of one of my songs. Yeah. And so literally, sometimes I'll put more, but other times I will just throw those in there. And to my understanding, you'll see that and go, oh, that's in Spotify. There's the name, and you can hear the song right there. Yeah. And that's just passing through stories. And now, actually, since I was doing that, I've noticed a jump in my stories. Yeah. You know, it used to be a lot less. I'm getting at least 20 if not 30 views on my stories. Yeah. Um, and before, and maybe, and it's the uptick, but it's a really quick way to keep those going. Yeah, for sure. Because I just, I just pull those right. So that's one of the most interesting ones mm-hmm. I do. Um, the other more obvious is that I, I haven't gotten into yet is doing, um, so for me, I'd probably take the link. There's a hyperlink in in the distribution platform, uh, DistroGid provides that. I can pull that hyperlink. Then, what, when somebody clicks on it, it'll give you both Apple Music, Spotify, and iTunes, the three most popular. Yeah. Uh, but I'll put that like on Facebook, and I can make an ad, boost that, whatnot, and paid, and then I can target people. So that would be I because of putting money out. I haven't. Done, I've been looking for all the free ways to do it first. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and so aside from that little one on the stories, I'll I'll, I'll do um, my other tactic. There, there's paid, and then there's just putting it out there as much as I can in ways that um, much stories is a very passive. Yeah. People are gonna flip through that, and I believe that that doesn't really annoy. If they don't care for it, they'll flip through it. You know, it's a very passive way, a very yeah. non, uh, you know, evasive way. Or yeah, because people could yeah. just be like, "Okay, cool, new yeah, song, whatever." Yeah. But then the people who are actually interested would be might, like, "Yeah, they stop." But yeah. it's not like they're not gonna. Much like when you watch YouTube and you've got those ads that pop up before your video, yeah, you're you're annoyed at that. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. um, the Instagram story or, I guess, stories in general are more of like billboards. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, here's what's going on. But like you don't have to like you can just drive right past and be like okay cool whatever yeah I haven't you know? thought about it, but I really do yeah that's part of especially that's how I deal with those that I'm putting up yeah yeah like you know you can say oh cool whatever like you know I I care about this or I don't care about this or I don't care about your baby that you're posting but like oh yeah cool song yeah <laughs> let me listen to this or let me whatever so I think yeah. it's a good platform to like reach a whole bunch of people because people just will go through and just mm-hmm. cycle through them now it's right? I, I I'm still trying to figure out and um I mean. My my stats aren't huge. I mean, I was just looking. And I have 
25 average listeners per month, um, something like that. And uh, now month over month, it's starting to – and it, it does seem to be a rise. Um, I've gone to nothing to 24. Another way is that I found in Chicago that is really not to be – is the old school face-to-face. Yeah. I was telling them at the open mic, like, hey, I'm putting this out. Oh, really? And I was like, hey, you can follow me on Spotify. And that just telling people in person yeah. um, is and, – and just reminding them. But sure. um, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so Instagram's your main platform essentially. Do you have uh business cards? What's that? I don't, which I need to. My friend had a great idea with business cards. Um he put what are those links that um the 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 code little little QR squares. codes? Yes. Yeah, QR codes. That's what I was going to say. So you could do like a QR code I mean, or they even QR do NFC exactly. chips. Yeah. So you just tap it to the phone and it'll automatically pull oh, what open is the that? app. NFC See? chips. NFC uh, chips, near no. field communication. Yeah, you'd have to buy it. Like you have to buy them with the chips in them already. Uh, okay, but uh, they're actually not too badly priced either for what they are. But yeah, so you, that's you immediately tap it to your phone and it pulls it up on the app. I need to get my website better. Well, or or set up. I focus so much on social media. Yeah, um, that's one of the places that I don't have an established website and the business cards. And I thought, oh, business cards. But then when my friend. Um, Solomon Crow, shout out to him. Uh, he, Solomon Crow, and the oh, it's a really cool name. What is his name now? The, <laughs> the inevitable. Oh, that's what it is. Solomon Crow and the inevitable shit show. Wow, <laughs> nice. That's that's gonna and, ring to it. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it it does it like rhyme. Solomon Crow shit show. Yeah, it rhymes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he, uh, they came up with the idea of doing. They have a QR code. Four different ones, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. So it's yeah. – and I'm like, okay, that makes sense because it connects the real world to exactly what the internet – now the internet overlays the real world. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the internet is the new age of where we're at. I think people are more social online than they are in freaking person now. Well, I think more so – and I don't see – I think the best way is when it, it overlays, like it supplements – so we walk around with these phones and stuff, right? Yeah. So the internet is always there, but the internet is not the real world. Um, I'll tell people all the time, like, um, the first time I went to Chicago and went to one of the open mics that's connected, I met people in person. I went there in person. Yeah. But then I kept in contact with them over the internet, over online, Facebook and stuff. Yeah. And Facebook and things made it much easier. I could just be friend. And then uh, the more I went, now this time... I messaged them online, mm-hmm. and then I went there in person. Yeah. So it's I I personally really deal with. Um, I think it's best when it's a symbiotic thing. Yeah, for sure. You we know? we live in an age now where we need to use technology as a tool. Yeah. And I think we can really use it to, you know, promote or kind of interact with people differently. As you know, people twenty years ago, you know, it had to all be face to face. There was no. Let me just hop on my phone. Yeah. You know, right. and if you wanted to see somebody, you just had to stop by their house and hope they were there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you had to. And now, well, people will come in and, and, and typically, Tara, typically older people that are not as used to, um, will be like, oh, it's not. And, and kids aren't are detached. No. Now, what I, I try to push actually in the, is every time I talk to people, I'm like, no, no, no. It should only be, but it should be supplemental. Yeah. But it's just like there are things 
that I couldn't have done had I not gone to Chicago in person. Yeah. I've done that similar things. I have I have a, uh, connections to Edinburgh. I went to an open mic when I was over in the UK in Edinburgh okay. yeah. one of the times. I have them on Facebook, and every so often I'll talk to them. Yeah. So, like, I could only go and see them one time in person, mm-hmm. but I can talk to them numerous times through the internet. Oh, exactly. Um, and so it just the phone. You know, people didn't say. Well, there's probably people back in the day who were like, "Why didn't you? Uh, why don't you write that? You're talking to them on the phone." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I can't. We can't imagine that, but I'm sure like people were like. Oh no, and and there was probably people that died before, like that didn't have much. Like there are certain people of a certain age, though that's less and less that never had email. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a big thing now. Like it, p- people without it, and there's totally people who are of an older generation who don't yeah. even want to still get email or anything like that. Like they get like pestered the fact that they have to carry a freaking flip phone in their pocket like and there's those people you know and cool i mean yeah. you didn't grow up with it i totally understand it's a, a weird technology to you but i mean right now it's the present let's use that to freaking people used to say and i remember a time when you know oh you can't find any just recently you can't find any pay phones and i'm like hey everybody's got cell phones that's just the time we live in yeah oh every so often my mom would you know not you know anything bad but she like oh there you know you can't find pay phones in a row and i'm like Hey, that's just the world we live in now. Yeah. Everybody's got cell phones. That's why pay phones are obsolete. Yeah. And you know what? It's right. the coolest it thing ever. It costs too much to have pay phones anyway. Like, yeah. yeah. Just go into the store and ask to borrow their phone. Yeah. Nobody's going to care. Exactly. <laughs> when you find a pay phone in the wild, though, it's oh. rad. <laughs> when was the last time you've used a pay phone? Have you ever? I don't, I, I don't think I've ever used a pay phone. Dude, it's sick. Like, it's so cool. You're like, whoa, like this. Oh, I did be... use one. They, there used to be one at the park. When I broke my arm, I tried to call my parents, but I didn't have money for it. Nice. So they got me a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah, like I've used one like a couple times. And like when you find them in the wild, you're like, oh, like every time I see one, I look for change. I'm just going to call somebody on it. Yeah. Who, where are you calling from? A pay phone? They're like, oh, that's weird. Like, yeah, it's cool though. <laughs> like, part, yeah, partly because of how the internet is, is what gave me um, the last year or two. Uh, I love to travel and I love to play music. And as I've traveled before, I'm like, well, I can't set up gigs. Um, and I'm like, you know, hey, I could just hit these open mics. It was partly because I could go. Well, first I could go online and I could search that yep. area for open mics. And I could search um, back. It, it started back in 2017 when I went to Scotland. And um, I thought you know what, there's got to be open mics with like, oh, I knew open mics here have, in St. Louis have house guitars. And I was like, I bet I wouldn't have to. So I got into that. And now in this day and age, I can go to the open mic in this one time that I might be there, except if, you know, I get end up touring or whatever. But I can make that human contact, that connection. And then I can be like, hey, let's be friends on Facebook. Let me get your email, yeah, whatever sure. it is. Yeah. And then you can actually, it's easier than ever to ins- to keep those n- connections, those yeah. networks from across the world. Yeah, exactly. And another one, there's this drummer um, that I met on Instagram I connected with. And I almost, when I went to Scotland, I was trying to get down to London. And I, t- I messaged her and was like, hey, um, I'd like to buy you lunch and pick your brain. She was actually a full, full-on um freelance drummer in yeah. London and now she has a studio and such and I was like hey um 
I want to buy you lunch and pick your brain about that stuff. And she was like, yeah, cool. That, that's great. I'm on board. I didn't get to make it down there, but I had met her online, and then I was going to meet her in the real world. Yeah, exactly. You know? And now that opportunity can arise later on, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. I think networking right now is a huge thing for every industry, too. And that's yep. just a good example from the music industry of, yeah. like, how you can meet people who play different instruments all around the world and do mm-hmm. different cool stuff just by... Oh, this guy. You know. I, I, I was uh, sitting in L.A. I went to L.A. a couple weeks ago. And uh, I was in a uh, Starbucks there charging my phone. So I saw this guy come in uh, with a camera, you know, uh, I, I forget now. But anyways, and I was like, OK, he's got to be a photographer and stuff. And so the outgoing, this is another thing for people that find introverts. Like a lot of times I'll be you're like, you know, I less and less because I've gotten used to it. But like, you know, especially in the past, be like that, that guy, I'm a stranger. That guy, and I was like, no, I'm going to go up and ask him about his camera. That's going to open a conversation. Yeah. So he is this guy that's pretty f- well well established on Instagram, photographer, and um, then he was like, "Oh yeah, this camera, and what are you?" And like then he was like, "Hey, let's connect on Instagram." Super nice dude. So I was yeah. glad I went up and talked to him. And then he was telling me how like yeah, this um, this dancer that is from New York um, that he met online. She let him know that she was in L.A. and like they had a photography session like through the internet. They yeah. they connected and. And then in person, they were able to collaborate. That's sick. Yeah. All about that, dude. Yeah. Are you on uh, Twitter at all? I am, but I haven't tweeted in a while. Like, I, that's one of my, I have Twitter's a, like the place to be like online networking now. Yeah. I've been, I've been trying to get more into I'm it, so but it's hard. Visually, I am so yeah. visually minded that it's reading, yeah, words and stuff. <laughs> hey, that's why it's in your name, man. Sight. <laughs> Sight, yeah. yeah. It's got to be yeah. a thing. That was my that was my original uh that was my original art was drawing and then now that's photography mm-hmm. and then music is sound. But yeah, I keep thinking, man, I should put energy into to Twitter. For sure. So, but you're I've been on trying. Air. It's definitely hard. Okay. It's okay. hard to, you know, keep up with everybody. And so I'll look up yours. You'll, you'll give me yours, and then I'll start kind of seeing what you're doing, and, like, then I'll get back into it through there. See, it's another <laughs> thing is you got to have, like, avenues. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah down everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't post nearly enough on Twitter. Oh, I try I'm, to. I'm, I'm so mostly absent. lurk. Yeah. I know you'll post, like, once every two weeks. If, oh, if that. <laughs> once every two weeks, my ass. It's, like, once every four For months. the last, like, two weeks. Okay, yeah. So you've posted once, like once, and I, I just, I just like people's tweets. That's all. I don't care. <laughs> right. I don't. It's really hard to get out of that like lurking mode. And yeah. Well, the way to get it is you start responding. Like you don't make your exactly, own, but you just yeah. like respond to people's. I mean, that's another way I can get back into it. Is just start responding. Um, the one I had thought of was like I've really started having all these random thoughts that I was sharing on Facebook, and I was like, no, and I'm like, I need to start sharing those on Instagram. Like everything from pet peeves to like philosophy of the day or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Heck like, yeah. Like, dang it, why doesn't people know how to. A yield sign is not a stop sign. Yeah, yeah. You just like, want to get that stuff out. Yeah. So. But. Exactly. I hate when people stop at the yield. So do I. It's annoying. Oh my God. I watched two oh. people wreck because one person stopped and the other person was like, roads clear and kept going. People no, are dumb, I don't dude. think I like, music- yesterday. I really less and less can you actually sell music. It is it is I subscribe to it's got to be in merch in some way. Yeah. yeah um, I can but agree with that. you know actually by putting it out there and and by that's another theory why I'm putting so much out is you're giving people so much um but if people get into your music um and there's a lot of they can keep checking out 
and then more people, then you can sell them. They want to buy a shirt. They want to buy things that they're into. Exactly. And what is that brand? Like somebody put it like, um, you know, if if you get them into your music, they want to like wear it. Essentially, yeah. they want to yeah. wear it. Yeah, it's a walking billboard. Support yeah. people. Yeah. And it's part of their, like, this is what I'm into. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a reason people have graphic shirts. People have stuff on their shirts. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's a form of expression. Yeah. And so, when yeah, you're a walking billboard for whatever you're expressing, and then that helps you in the long run. It helps, you know, other people. So. What are your thoughts on, um, I don't know how to word it, but, like, so he mentioned Chance the Rapper early, earlier, and he's an independent rapper. Do you think like music's going more towards the independent scene versus like the big studios? Like, do you think being independent is the better way to break out right now? Well, I think um, that was kinda that's weird, a good, no, 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 because it is like, essentially my thought is always a question now of what is the value of a record label? Like what value right. that and that in thinking about, I've seen one or two, but like in the idea of, a band signing a record uh, contract, a label. Um, what's what do they bring? What's what's it worth for me in the future? Yeah. To to sign on to something, or can I just do it? For instance, you know, like even recording studios, um, Gaslight. I love them. I was already recording stuff there, but with a little bit of extra stretching. So my friend Justin Thomas, uh, who is on Instagram as Grandma's Dogs, um, <laughs> so. Uh, a whole back st long story uh, away. Not talk about the long story. Uh, one of things uh, he's he's recently got a house and he got a basement, um, so that now he has this recording equipment. Anyways, the short of it is that he can do essentially everything there mm -hmm. that they can do with this concrete. Uh, you know. With a little bit, he's got to unplug some things a little bit more and that kind of stuff and and stuff. But, like, he's got a studio in his basement that, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot easier. And I hear people all the time talking about, oh, I'm recording with so-and-so in their basement. Yeah. You know? So I think even with studios, like, it's what what do they offer that I can't find somebody in their basement that he's either going to do it for free or do it for a lot cheaper because less overhead and stuff. Yeah. I think, uh, and, and Gaslight, one thing, they've got multiple things. They're, they're a unique venue. Yeah. Um, they're doing some really cool stuff. So they're not just, and similar to the label, like you can't just be a studio, you know. It's like movie theaters. Movie theaters can't just be, there's no, I'm just a movie theater. It's like they either got to be super high end, yeah. give you stuff that you can't find in your your house, or they got to be super discount. And that's the same way with, so labels, I don't know what they really offer. Um, maybe, probably it would be a certain kind of marketing um, that would probably be, you know, where like, I can't spend the time on this. It would be where I have more money to pay someone. And essentially, I think labels, you know, there's places for marketing houses yeah. um, because I, I spend a ton of time on all my marketing. Yeah. But there's a time when I can't, I've got the money to pay that fee, but I ain't got the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, it seems like with the internet and like the rise of the internet, there's a lot more independent artists. 
yeah. who are making it big without needing. Yeah, you really. There's a labels. lot of stuff um, uh, that you. I mean, Uber with like you don't need to drive a cab. You just need an app and a car. Yeah, yeah. you know, so much like that. Yeah, independent. Uh, the technology is becoming easier and easier to acquire, cheaper and cheaper. Um, yeah. you're. It is independence is. It's easier to be. Um, when really being an independent musician, you're an entrepreneur. You're yeah. running your own business yeah. um, before because even bef uh, back in the day, you would – signing a label, in my understanding, is kind of like becoming an employee. Yeah, it's like a subcontract job. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, okay, well, you have to make three albums in the course of six years or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, now we have to get to work. You know, and I've seen a lot of instances where like bigger bands are like, you know, they do their one contract and they're like, nah, fuck you. We're not going to sign again. We're going to do our own thing. Mm -hmm. And they've already, you know, they're already successful. It's like, you know, people are going to listen and buy their music anyway. Right. So it's like, you know, why not do it on a smaller label where through ourselves other than being on this huge label that's taking fucking 75% of our money and putting your stuff out. Um, so on just the streaming, like I said, distribution, I'm doing, I'm distributing it all through the one distribution company, which is both easy and cheap. Yeah. Um, so it would be the mark. I think the things, and it's all like the non-technology, the human things. I think if you need or want, um, Ilphonics is working with, have you guys heard of Ilphonics? I've heard of it. I've heard oh, the name they before. Should be, yeah. They're, they've been going for years, but, uh, uh, but they're working with this big up producer and specifically for his like experience and his knowledge. It's all the human stuff. You know yeah. what that that person, their experience they bring to it, that how they're you're going to help us shape and take us to the next level through your human experience. Yeah. Um, you're going to market. By your knowledge. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And you can buy engineering equipment. You can buy recording equipment, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. You it's can definitely like equipment's getting cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these, these mics are pretty cheap mics and they're good. Yeah. It's just stuff's getting more accessible, you know. Pod podcast. I mean, that comes up and I'm timing, but, uh, you know, I mean, we was, but this is a radio show. This is what it is. Essentially, yeah. Right. It, it's, and it's, it's super I mean, simple to do. Yeah, and 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 is but what is it like back in the day to do this? You would um you would have to, there would be so many gatekeepers. Exactly. Yeah. So that's another thing about record labels and stuff like that. Essentially, is because you had to go through a gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know. Yeah. Like would you you would say you know to put out this show you don't have to get on a radio station you don't have to get a slot you don't have to audition or anything yeah you just have to get the the tech and this is even really. Um, really easy to acquire, and then you have to have the you get it online. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, you put it out. You yeah, put it out for everybody to see. It's nothing, nothing complicated. It's super easy. Yeah, and yeah. I think music is that same way. Yeah, I can agree with um, you. Exactly. I don't have to like go win anybody over to put my music on um, Spotify, where everybody always is. Apple Music, where everybody is. Yeah. Like I don't have to get anybody's permission. That's the biggest thing. Now I think I go to DistroKid and um, I say, "Here's my money, and um, I want the second tier." And I just put it. I don't have to ask anybody. Yeah, for permission. Yeah, it's it's all you. You run so it. So nowadays, there's so much of that that back it was because you had to get you had to get a record label to say, um, "We want to put your stuff out." Exactly. So now it's it's just your call. You're like, I'm gonna put it out regardless. Yeah, and they really have to like win over because, and I would tell, yeah, I mean. It has to be someone that's really like has knowledge and experience that will honestly take your band where you want to go, but a place you can't take them. Yeah. No, definitely. You know? 100%. Yeah. 
Heck yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to add on top of that? No, I think. Okay. Heck yeah. I think kind of covered everything. I've enjoyed this conversation. It's been super Yeah, this was formal. a lot of fun. And like for someone for like, I don't, you know, I don't make music. So I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I was kind of nervous music. coming into it because I was like, I don't really know anything about this. But this was definitely a lot of fun. Heck yeah. yeah. So, like all right. That. Plug yourself. Where can we find you? Um. Okay. So on Instagram, you can find me. So Odd Soul. Except Mute Mouth put out an album called Odd Soul. But anywho, um, on any streaming platform, I'm going to be Odd Soul O-D-D. Not old soul, not asshole. Um, <laughs> I, uh, that's a longer story. Anyways, back to my thing. Odd Soul and the Sound on any streaming platform. Spotify, Apple Music. There's something called Deezer. There's iTunes. Even YouTube. You can go on YouTube and you can search Odd Soul and the Sound and it's distributed on there. You can listen to it there. So that's on all the, the music. Odd Soul and the Sound. I have about 28 deep. Every Thursday there's a new one. So I'm stressing this more and more. If you're on Spotify, click that follow because every Thursday I'm going to bring you a new song. You don't like it. Next week there'll be something else you might like. You do like it. Well, there'll be more of that. And they're different. They're different things like that. If you're on Instagram, it's Odd Soul Sight and sa- Odd Soul Sight Sound. All one word. Well, obviously, but Odd Soul Sight Sound. Uh, on Facebook, it's the band name Odd Soul and the Sound. On Twitter, which I'm gonna get more involved in, it's Odd Soul Sound. Heck yeah. Uh, I think that's. I think that's uh, all of them. I would say my most active is Instagram at the moment. Yeah. You know, definitely. I put on, I also have YouTube, which is Odd Soul Sights and Sound, and I'm putting on long form, longer form videos, three minutes and so forth, full videos on Facebook and on YouTube. Dope. So, yeah, well, I, okay. I and all of these will be uh, linked in the show notes. There we go. Yeah, yeah. we'll link it. Yeah, <laughs> yep. so it's we'll not, make sure to link it so yeah, you guys so can find easy, it. Peasy, yeah. squeezy. I did, uh, you didn't, but I had a final, th- what we were just talking about that I, I was really thinking about that. The not asking permission for anybody who's listening, any of the creative space, you know, photography, music, video, it's all this way between yeah. YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, you can tweet your thoughts out every every minute of the day, and you don't have to ask permission. Yeah. Um, you know, podcasting, same thing. You don't have to ask permission. Uh-huh. You can put. It's easier than ever. Don't worry about the money; that'll come later. It's easier than ever to get your creative thing out there. Yeah, exactly. You can start a podcast now with just your phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. You yeah. can do like right on your yeah. phone. You record it, upload it, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we do, we do YouTube videos? We should do a whole podcast just from iPhones. Uh. <laughs> no, Chris doesn't like that. All right, I don't like that because I got all this stuff. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It'd be an experiment. He's gotten fancy. Yeah, fancy. Too fancy for that. Yeah, Chris, where can we find you at? At I am Chris Reisner. Cool. And where are you, Cody? Thanks for the plug. What I'm at at Cody Briner, C O D Y period B R I N E R on Instagram. There we go. Cool. Heck yeah. Thank well, you again yeah. for being Thank on the show. Thank you guys. Definitely. It's been great. For anybody yeah. who's listening, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Ooh. And I hope you have too. Yeah, definitely. It's been an interesting conversation. So, loved it. Right on. All right. Uh, peace out. We'll see you guys uh, next week, hopefully, if we don't die. Bye. <laughs>